Say, hi, my little Zayden. Tell me what you say. <laughs> go, go, Zay. <laughs> Tell me what you say. Hey, yeah, yeah. You say hi. You say yeah. Hi, my little Zay. Tell me what you say. Yeah. 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 Say hi. Like, Say, mommy, mama, mom. Say, uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco. Cinco, Zay. <laughs> He's smiling. Y'all know why he like when I say cinco. Say hi, Zay. Hi. Hi. Say, I'm 15 months. Say, I'm 15 months. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Say, and I just started walking more the day after Mother's Day. Yeah. And Mommy was so happy. Baby. Happy. Baby. Baby. You say baby. Hey guys, and welcome back to Diving with Divine Diamond. You guys just heard my little one, Zayden, at the beginning of this podcast. I wanted him to join and be a part of it. Um, You guys heard Nicholas in some of my earlier episodes. And if you haven't, go check those out. Um, I will be bringing him more on the show as well. Um, But yeah, today I just wanted to talk about babies and infants Sorry, guys, my nose just started to get stuffy all of a sudden while I started recording this. <laughs> and that's one thing you guys don't know about me if you're new. I try to be real transparent with you guys and ask things and life happens. You know, sometimes it might be in the middle of the recording. Most times I find a quiet place to go record, have privacy, no interruptions. Other times, you know, I'm in the middle of being a mom. I'm in the middle of working, um, different things. But if I feel the need to um, post a message and reach out to you guys and talk, you know, in that moment, then that's what I got to do. So sorry if there's going to be a little bit of noise with the baby. Shouldn't be too much noise, just the baby. But since this one is about babies and infants, you know, I feel it's only fitting that you guys naturally hear, you know, what be going on. <laughs> so hopefully you don't mind that. Um, so, yes, Zayden just turned 15 months. Um, he'll be two in February. And he just started walking more. He, he's he been like taking steps here and there, but he'll always get down and just crawl instead to hurry up and get to the toy or the person or whatever he's doing. Um, but yesterday, he just took like way more steps than I expected. So it caught me off guard. So I hurried more, grabbed my phone because I'm like, oh my gosh, like I'm one of those moms, like I love the moments. I want to look back on memories and you know, all that good stuff. So I go grab my phone. And then I grab one of his little, um, you know, they have like little healthier options for um, for babies and kids. So I grabbed one of his healthy little Cheeto puffs or whatever. And me and my son was walking down the hall with the Cheeto like, come on, Zay. Come on, Zay. You can do it. Come on, Zay. And man, when I tell you, he walked down that whole hall. I was so happy. So proud of my little man. So proud of the little man. Huh, Zay. 
Mommy was so proud of the little man. Huh? What you gonna say? What you gonna say, Zay? Yeah. Mommy was so happy. And he just started a new daycare as well. So I told my mom, I said, look at him. He went to this daycare for about two days and came back walking. He must see some of the other little kids. Must be walking around more and stuff, you know. So he want to keep up and go play too. Huh, Zay? That's what happened, huh? That's what happened, Zay. But yes, on the other hand, though, um, babies walk within their own time. It's like, yes, we could do a little something to help and motivate them um, as far as like walkers and push toys. But in my opinion, walkers, I don't think they really do too, too, too much because, you know, they're surrounded by that big old circle. And um, Zayden, he's almost 25 pounds. Um, he's just like solid. He's not like big and chubby or anything, not too small. He's just like, like solid, you know? And, um, he tipped over in one. Actually, I think twice because it was a little like lightweight. So I was like, oh yeah, he's not using that anymore. Um, he didn't get hurt or anything, but I was like, nah, he, he's too, too big for that, you know? So that was a no, no. Um, but, I recommend the push toys and they have different stages. Like you can lock the wheels when they're a little smaller and sit them in front of it to play with the toys, listen to the music, spin the little whatevers. And then when they're of age to practice walking, just put them behind it. Of course, put their hands on the handle. You can hold them a little bit if you like, like hold their waist or hold onto the toy with them and, you know, walk and guide them that way. And they're not surrounded in anything. They're not pretty much kind of sitting, you know, like a walker. They're kind of like sit standing, I call it. Um, So that way, if you decide to pull the little push toy away a little bit to see if they're still going to take some steps to see if they're going to be kind of just standing there. um, To me, that's better because it's the same as like, you know, when they stand up on the side of the couch and they're kind of like cruising around. That's what the doctors call it, cruising, when they're like holding on to the couch, taking their steps that way. And it's kind of the same thing as the walker. Like they have the freedom to fall on their butts a little bit, get back up, try again, take a few more steps and, you know, all that good stuff. Um, okay, now as far as bottles and sippy cups, um, he turned one in February. I think I usually with Nicholas... I took him off the bottle, like, right at one. I just literally threw all the bottles away. Um, He already had started his sippy cup training since six months. So, you know, he was good to go. Um, I'm not a doctor or anything like that. Just a mom. Just saying things that worked for me. um, Things I've tried. Things I've seen. Things I heard about. Things like that. Um, So, yes. And with Nicholas, he gave up his pacifier himself. He was about, like, seven months or so. And he was tired of it. So I was like, okay, cool. Um, Sorry, guys. My nose seems like it's getting real stuffy for some reason. Um, So, yes, because, you know, when they have the pacifiers too long, the bottles too long, it starts interfering with their teeth, the way they grow, the way they, you know, might become rotten if they're sucking on bottles all night and, you know, that kind of stuff. And we got to start brushing their teeth at an early age, getting them checked in the dentist and all that stuff guys because before you know it 
if your kids are getting too much snacks, whether they're infants, whether they're um, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, whatever the case, like those cavities and those teeth starting to rotten, they will sneak up on you. If these kids aren't brushing their teeth during the day, before bed, flossing, getting their dental checks, all that good stuff, guys. Um, so even little babies, you know, they got the little baby toothbrushes, they got the little kits where they have, um, it's not like toothpaste per se, but it's something more safe for babies. You know, um, you can go to Walmart, get yourself one of those, um, you know, and even if you don't use anything yet, still have the little toothbrush. They have the ones where you can put it on your finger to help them practice. Um, you know, you could put on a song on your phone. Um, that little, you know, you brush your teeth, like Zayden likes that one, you know, just start, start to prepare them, you know, and, um, (laughs) he's in the background going, (laughs) you like that one, Zay? You like that one? Say, you brush your teeth, you brush your teeth, you like that one? Yeah. Okay, so yeah, um, do that as well, guys. Um, so with Zayden, at first I was gonna leave him on the bottle a little longer, even though he didn't need it. He didn't need it because he started his sippy tra- uh, sippy cup training as well at like six months. But with Zayden, he's been doing the sippy cup. He's been doing water bottles. He's been doing out the cup, you know, out the glass, whatever. Since he was like. Um, I say he started some of that six months, but then I say about eight months, nine months and beyond. It's just like every time somebody had a water bottle, he was paying attention. You know how most kids open their mouth wide and put the whole, the whole thing in their mouth. Like he knows how to just put his lips, you know, like, like how we drink out of water bottles. I don't need to explain the whole thing, (laughs) but yeah, he doesn't just take his whole mouth and go like, oh, and cover the whole thing. He does it like, like we do. Um, so yeah, he's been doing that. Um, so, but at first I was like, you know, being a mom, I'm like, oh, but you know, he probably gonna want his bottle at night and you know, this, that, and the other. And I thought about it. I was like, hold up. Zayden knows how to drink out of a couple of different, a couple of different ways, you know? So I was like, that's cool. So at first I threw away like every bottle, but one. And then I say about like, um, maybe like a couple of days later or so, I was like, no, he's good. All the bottles are gone. Zayden's good. He's drinking out his sippy cups every day, you know, but at this age, I only give him about two to three cups of milk because it's not like when they're babies where their main supply is just milk. So he gets like two or three cups and then he eats food, you know, he eats um, fruits, vegetables, rice, meat um snacks um his little baby snacks or whatever um still give him like um he has those little pouches where you squeeze where he can squeeze the food out itself where it's kind of like a like a yogurt or applesauce or you know or i still give him um the baby foods every now and then like the um banana baby food or um green beans he likes the butternut squash and the sweet potatoes and you know those things um and I started giving him like those little, um, like those little toddler TV dinner meals and things like that. Like if I'm at work or something and somebody else is watching him, he's already picked up from daycare, then I'll have him be like, okay, here's some quick little meals, you know, he can have. Um, other than that, he eats, you know, whatever we cook for dinner, you know. Zayden's not picky at all. And actually, 
his old daycare said one of his favorite things to do was eat. <laughs> so I was cracking up. Um, yeah, but he loves to eat. He loves to eat. Yeah. Everybody jokes like, isn't he going to be a football player? And I'm like, all right, Zay, go ahead. You can be on the you know, Seahawks or something. <laughs> well, the New Orleans Saints. <laughs> huh, you going to be a football player, Zay? But you never know because this boy, when he wants something or sees something, he is determined. Like, let's just say he's playing with like a, like he wants to get into a drawer or whatever. Because, um, yes, he's opening drawers, looking in cabinets, doing all that stuff. So if he wants to get into a drawer or something and you pick him up and pull him away, he's going to like kind of push through you, work his way, you know, um, just pretty much like a football player. Like he's going to push through and do whatever he got to do to get back there. You know, you can grab him, you could pull him, you could playfully like pull him on the other side of the bed. He's going to push, he's going to crawl, he's going to like use his body weight and all that stuff to like like be like no i'm going over here and that's one thing about zayden he does not lose attention fast like you know most little kids they want to do something and you pull them away or you stick something else in front of them like a little toy or whatever the case and they'll be like oh okay what was i doing and you know focus in on that new thing no his attention stays longer like he'll be like no like this is what i was doing i'm going over there like move out of my way you know what I'm saying? And another thing, um, he loves books. He knows how to flip the pages. Um, he's actually holding one right now. So I always be like, read your books, Zay. Turn the page. Turn the page. And yeah, those little um, little books that are hardback, but they're not too bad. And the pages are kind of thick. He could turn the page. Um, we point at stuff, you know, I let him act like he's reading. I read to him, of course. His big brother reads to him. Jose, huh? What is this? A train. That's the train. Yep. Turn the page, Zay. Good job. Yep, that's the numbers. Good job. But sometimes he wants to turn the page, of course, before you're even done reading what's on the page. (laughs) Jose, he's so eager and you know curious and all that good stuff and um if you guys don't have a lot of room or you don't want to take up a bunch of room and you need a playpen i found a good one on amazon um it's not too big not too small portable of course it comes with a nice little carrying bag and all that. I actually got one for here and another one um, for one of his other grandma's houses um, for the one we visit over there. As well as I got him his first little bike. It's like this little um, giraffe, I believe. And it's so cute. Um, Jose. <clears throat> what else? What else? What else? Um, let's see here sleeping schedules okay so for you moms with newborns you know they wake up every like two three hours or four hours whatever they got going on and to me personally i don't know about to you guys but it seems like whatever times you were mostly waking up to go use the bathroom or just like waking up and couldn't sleep while you were pregnant it seems like that's the times they're waking up when they're born like they just sort of stick into their schedules or something don't it (laughs) but just know as they get a little bit older 
it settles down. They sleep longer. You know, you'll be able to get some more rest. Um, it's way less frequent. I don't want to put a number out there because I don't remember exactly. But let's just say between the early newborn stages and um, somewhere around the middle, closer to like five, six months or beyond. I don't want to, you know, like I said, get the number wrong. But um, when they get a little bit older, you know, that sleep is peaceful. Once they get that bottle or the breastfed or, you know, whenever you mom's got going on, they are out like a light. And remember, ladies or or dads, in the early, early, early months, um, swallowing them helps so much to keep them calm, to keep them feeling comfort. Um, try not to put any stuffed animals, any extra pillows or blankets or any of that stuff. You don't want them to accidentally smother, to choke or any of that unfortunate stuff. Um I know you may feel like, oh, my baby's cold, just laying in this crib or or this play mat or, you know, wherever you got them laying, this bassinet. Um, but as long as you keep your home, like, in a nice temperature and um, have them something comfortable underneath the swaddler, not something, um, too, not you don't want to make them too hot either. Some babies sweat at night. I know Zayden does. Um, so as long as you have the room comfortable temperature, have them something cool underneath the swaddler. Swaddle them up. They are going to be fine. Don't think like, oh, my baby's going to be freezing through the night or, you know, any of that stuff. So don't put any blankets down there, guys, And um, when they're at that young age because, you know, they could pull it over their face and then, you know, they don't know how to get it off their face. And, you know, um, SIDS is out there. You know, that in- instant, um, how do you say that again? The sudden infant death syndrome or something like that you know that happens to um babies that's so unfortunate um i cannot imagine um so yeah we want to try to prevent all of that guys um so yeah when they're old enough you know you can give them a blanket put a little stuffed animal or two in there um once they get past those scary stages you know um what else? Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. I'm not too sure what age yet. I'm going to start potty training him, but I know I want to start kind of early. Huh, Zay? I'm going to start kind of early on that because boys in general, they say sometimes they're a little harder to potty train than girls. And Nicholas, he was a little bit of a potty, a late potty trainer. Um, And the only reason I say that is he knew what he was doing. Like, but he didn't want to sit there and do it. You know, most kids, they want to just play. They don't want to miss out on anything. And Nicholas, he was so into Hot Wheels cars. So I used to have to take his potty chair when we weren't training in the bathroom. Sometimes we train in the living room or the bedroom. Or, you know, you got to do whatever you got to do, parents. Like, it doesn't have to be one way. It's not no law, you know, that you have to train your kids in the bathroom. Do what you do to get your kids up and running. You know what I mean? So, um, if we weren't in the bathroom, like I said, we were in the living room, the bedroom. Um, but when we were in the bedroom or somewhere, I would take Nicholas's potty chair, place it close to something to where he could sit there and he could still push his Hot Wheels around. And that would get him to sit a little longer because he felt like he was just playing and not had to sit here and be like, why am I sitting here? You know, I want to go do something else. And um, with Nicholas, 
sometimes he <laughs> I hope he don't get me later for this when he hears it <laughs> um but with Nicholas he used to say um nothing nothing and um with me and my ex who is Zayden's dad um we would say Nicholas did you go potty in that pull up Nicholas you didn't go potty or did you did you poo-poo in that pull up and he would say nothing nothing so to this day we still laugh about that like boy what were you talking about <laughs> and so he would go like hide in the corner or hide somewhere knowing that he pooped in that pull-up instead of got his little butt on that potty you know and so he knew what he was doing because for him to hide and be like like nothing nothing like trying to hide it he knew he knew what he was doing you know um but you know he finally got it together and was able to move up in the next class <clears throat> at daycare. Because, you know, once you're a certain age in a certain room, they still have to change you. You can't move into the other room where you get to go run and potty on your own until you're, like, you know, fully potty trained. Uh, excuse me, guys. I have to take a sip of my coffee. I feel like my voice is doing something. I hope I'm not getting no cold. I rebuke that because my nose is getting stuffy ever since I pushed record. Now I feel like my voice is um, getting a little deep and raspy. I don't know what's going on. Ah, excuse me, guys. I don't know what's going on. Okay, so um, let me see, guys. This one I didn't prepare, so I'm trying to just go off the fly. Trying to go off after I think of things or if Zayden does something right here. That reminds me of something. Then you know, I'm I'm giving you guys my opinion on things. Also, um, let's see if you could hear this little noise right here. Zayden, Zayden. So I don't know about any other little babies, but when Zayden's tired and ready for a nap or ready to go to bed, he makes this little noise that's almost kind of like um, like a tiny little lawnmower. Or um, or something. It's kind of like uh, uh, like something something like that. <laughs> I'll say that's you. But yeah, I noticed that pretty early on, and I'm like, okay, he's tired. And <clears throat> excuse me, guys. Dang, this one I gotta say, excuse me, like every five cents. <laughs> um, another thing I noticed is Zayden. He self-soothes by pulling on your ear. Um, so if he's tired, um, ready for a nap, ready to go to bed, or just, you know, relaxing, he pulls on your ear, um, tugs on it gently, he rubs it, grabs it. Um, he does that to, to everybody he's comfortable with. Me, his grandparents, his brother, my sister, you know, aunts and uncles, whatever. Um, he also does it to himself. So at first, I thought he had another earache because, you know, babies usually tug on their ear when they have an earache. But took him to the doctor, got him checked out, and he was fine. And then once I started to notice more, like, oh, okay, he, he's just doing this, you know, to comfort himself. And because he's doing it to us as well, not like an earache thing. So also I looked it up and they say it's more like a self-soothing soothing thing, which different babies have different self-soothing so you know you got to look for those little things okay guys i'm back sorry about that i received a phone call so it just like automatically stopped my recording 
Um, okay, so another thing, um, I forgot where I was, so I'm gonna just jump into a different point. Yeah. Okay, so back for the moms with the younger babies. Although we want them to say mama first, you know, nine times out of ten, babies are always going to say dada because it's just easier for them. Um, And whether you, you know, have the dad in the picture, um, you know, you're married, you guys co-parent, whatever the deal is, or if you're a single mom, they're going to say dada. (laughs) Because at that point, even when they're so young, they don't really know that they're saying dada like, oh, this is dada right here. They're just kind of saying it like it's one of their first words, you know. So whether the dad's around or not, dada is going to be spoken, guys. I remember when Zayden first started saying it, instead of just like, like dada or dada, it was like dada, 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 you know, and I'm a single mom, you know. He's seen his dad like a few times or whatever, but we're not going to get into that today. (laughs) So, yes, um, I am a single mom because I do this um, myself with the help of family. Um, So, yeah, we're not even going to get into that. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, he was saying dad all the time, boy. And then Nicholas taught him how to say, he was saying like, um, like, dad, dad, ooh, dad, dad, ooh, just making like a silly sound at the end. And Zayden said that 24-7, boy. And everybody else around the house was trying to get him to say like, like, mama, ooh, or mama, ooh, or, you know, any other thing. And he would not say it, boy. Uh-uh, you heard that? He said, uh-uh. It was dad, dad, this, and dad, dad, that. And dada ooh. Huh. But now he says it. Say mama. Well, he been saying it, but you say mama. Mommy. Mama. Ma. And then um for you guys that don't know, um my family's from Louisiana. I end up being born in Washington though, but I always like to say I was made in Louisiana, born in Washington, guys. <laughs> Or whatever, but I said that to say this. Um, we call our grandparents Mama and Papa, or Papa, I should say. And um, so Zayden, he could say Mama, and he could say Mama. And at first, we used to be like, "Which one is he saying? Which one is he saying?" But now we we could hear it clearly what he's saying. Zayden, where's Mama? Where's Mama B? Where's Mama B, Zay? Oh, man, that's another thing, guys. <laughs> My mom was like, Zayden, Mama B, Mama B. And he just started calling her B. I was like, what do you expect? He hears the sound. He liked the way it sound. So he just started going around the house being like, B, B. <laughs> no, no, Zay. You say Mama B. Mama. You say Mommy. He don't want to talk, guys. He's sitting here putting the Hot Wheels car down my shirt, entertaining himself. <laughs> okay, so um, let's see. Another thing, um, babies talk at their own rate, their own pace. So whether your baby is 12 months, 13, 15, 18, whatever the case, um, they should be saying like a few words, a few little things. 
Um, if you notice your baby's not saying much at all or like very little, um, don't panic just yet. Some babies are later than others. Um, they're just more observant, keeping it all until later. Um, you know, just more shy and quiet. Some babies are more talkative. Um, some babies can know, let's say like, um, 10 words or so while some babies know like two or three it just depends now if they get a little too old and you're a little worried you can always talk to your doctor or a speech therapist or you know see if everything's okay there or what the delay is um a few of the words zayden could say is you know mama dada mama he says hey he says hi um he says uh-uh um, he says, oh, I'm probably missing some things. I think he says like a few more things. Oh, he says, baby. He says, um, B. What else you say, Zay? What else you say? Um, yeah, I probably can't remember some of them right now. But yeah, he says quite a bit. Um, yeah. And I remember when he had his like first appointment, he was doing his stomach time so well. He was just like laying on his stomach um when he was a newborn and just holding his neck up so good and looking around and you know, all that stuff. It was just like the doctors was like, Wow. You know. Actually I'm about to tell you guys my birth story on another um on another segment or whatever. Um, this boy pretty much delivered himself. <laughs> but actually, if you want to see that, guys, go to my YouTube page, um, Booked, Busy, and Blessed. And I have my birth story on there. You can see Zayden being born. Huh, Zay? You can see the little Zayden being born. But yes, that pregnancy, yes, I'm definitely going to um, do a podcast about that because that was rough. Um, okay, what else say? So yes, don't be discouraged if your baby's not doing too much talking, if they're walking a little late. Um just you know, give them all the love and attention and all the things they need, nurturing and you know, healthy foods and all that good stuff. Um oh also guys, I'm not gonna name any names on television programs or any of that stuff um i don't want anybody trying to come after me now (laughs) but i will say this guys um when our babies are young like this and you know nobody's perfect we all get a little busy whether cooking dinner handling business calls um tending to the other kids in the house you know um, sometimes just need a break or a breather, need to sit down and, you know, drink a cup of coffee or tea or whatever the case may be every now and then as parents, you know, we're going to put on a little show for our children. We're going to maybe let them see the phone, you know, whatever the case may be, don't feel guilty about it. But I will say this, um, his doctor did say that he shouldn't really have any screen time until he's like after two. You know, and for the most part, I don't let him watch anything. God bless the truth. He's sneezing. Um, For the most part, I don't let him watch anything. But like I said, there are those moments where you just need them to be preoccupied just for a second. They don't want to play with the toys. They don't want to, you know, 
play with the books or or they just want to be held and you know like I said let's just say you have to cook dinner or something nothing else working he doesn't want the toys you want to put him in the playpen he's not preoccupied whatever the case so you'd be like okay I'm gonna just put on something for a few minutes to catch his attention blah 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 and me personally I don't think nothing's wrong with that as long as you're not letting them stare at it for like hours on end and those type of things then that's when it becomes a problem it's like too much for their little brains and their eyes and you know all the brightness and the moving around and all that good stuff um sometimes doctors say that can have an effect on on kids um speech and all that stuff like that because instead of interacting with us and learning words and talking and learning how to do regular conversations they're just watching all this stuff on the screen like you know just like a bunch of of their senses going on at one time and um like i said i'm not gonna name the show but there's a very popular show and it's like always in the top 10 on netflix it's on youtube it's everywhere and kids go crazy for that show and even the theme song like kids just go running you know what i'm saying and I don't let Zayden watch that show. Nothing against them. Nothing against, you know, the people who made it or anything like that. But the only reason I didn't get him into it, because when I noticed, I'm like, dang, this show is always in that top 10. I'm thinking like, like, no offense to other parents, but I'm like, dang, like this, these babies and these little kids stay on this show like 24 seven, you know? <laughs> so that caught my attention. And I was just like, like, nah, we're, we're not going to be a part of that part of that, you know? So long story short, though, if you kind of Google and talk to other people and look it up, that show is too, um, too stimulating. You know, it, it's like um, besides like the brightness and the music and the, all the moving around, whatever. And it's like, yeah, it's teaching kids, you know, little something here, little something there, whatever. I don't really watch it, so I don't really know too much about what they do on that show. But um, you OK, Zay? You OK? Um, but long story short, kids are getting so hooked on it and so addicted to it that when they can't watch it, they're throwing tantrums. Um, they're being a little violent at times, um, just screaming on top of their lungs and, you know, not listening and their behaviors are changing if they can't watch it or after they watch it. Um, and it's not just that one show that I'm not going to say the name of. That's pretty much kind of in general, a little bit and in, in screen time with young kids or tablets and phones and things. Um, but more so, I was speaking of that show because a lot of that's happening more now with that particular show. Um, and you guys know what I'm talking about. But like I said, just look it up, you know, whatever. And um, so basically for our babies and even for our kids like Nicholas with like... Um, a game that I'm not going to mention the name of, you know, that game is for adults and kids and they, they just want to spend like hours and hours and hours on that game, you know, and they want to like buy all, spend your real money to, to buy stuff in the game. And it's just like, kids are so hooked on that stuff. And the reason why is because those same endorphins that are, that are being used and being let out when people have sex, when people do drugs and um, all those things are the same endorphins that's being let off when kids play those games or watch those shows. And it's just it gets into their brains to be like, oh, I need more, 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 more. And they're they're so stimulating and they're so hooked on it to where it's like 
if you don't make them take breaks, if you don't take it away for like, not just like a day or hours, but take it away for like a couple of days, be like, all right, that's enough of that. You know, we're going to delete this, <clears throat> you know, do something else, play outside, crossword puzzles. Let's play some math games. Let's do some trivia. Let's um, play some board games. Let's draw, you know, take away those screens for a while, guys. Take away those screens because like I said, and I'm not making up these facts about it being the same as like like sex or drugs or whatever but those are facts you guys can look them up and um and you can start watching the behaviors in your kids whether it's kids whether it's babies whatever start paying attention to that stuff it's like I said we get busy as parents we get busy as moms and you know I'm not saying we should never you know put on a show or never let our kids get a little screen time but it's just we shouldn't let them do it hours on end we shouldn't let them do it without paying attention and watching the signs and see what's going on and, you know, check the phones and, you know, and depending on your kids' ages, you know, we're the parents. Go through them phones, look through them text messages, look through them call logs, look in them games, see if they're chatting with people they have no business chatting with and, you know, who's influencing them as far as chats, as far as games, are there inappropriate um, things happening in those games? Are they giving out our personal information? Are they stealing your debit card? And, um, well, stealing's a bit, a bit much, but are they using your debit card information to, you know, buy things in those games and, you know, it's charging you and you don't even know what's going on until it's too late, you know, and just different things, guys. We got to pay attention. We got to pay attention. Um, I know I had to take certain games away from Nicholas a couple of times and, if certain things keep happening, them games is going to be banned, period, until he's like a teenager. <laughs> like, he doesn't do anything bad as far as, like, um, chatting with people or, or doing inappropriate stuff or being in inappropriate stuff or nothing like that. It's just he loves that game so much is he wants to be on it too much. He watches um, YouTubes about it. Um, he wants to play it for way too long. And one time I actually took it away, he snuck and got back on it like later that night or 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 the next day or something and try to hide it try to hurry and turn the screen around and was going to try to get out of the screen before I could really see it but I already saw it you know what I'm saying and, and behaviors like that I had a real talk with him and he um he he got grounded and got a punishment for that because I'm like oh no like this game's going to make you want to lie to me and be sneaky and you know and do all this and that just to have it but see that's another thing guys like I'm saying like how it says those endorphins and how they're starting to get hooked on that stuff. So yes, please monitor um, the children, the babies, whatever. Because even Zayden, he doesn't get a lot of screen time. And sometimes I'll let him watch a few things. Um, I think some good ones that I found on YouTube um, or Gracie's Corner is like this um, black dad and his little daughter. Um, they do it together. She sings the little songs and does the learning and he, you know, puts the cartoon together and, um, helps her record in like their little home studio, whatever. And, um, I think that's a positive one. Um, and also Jules TV is, um, some parents put together with their sons and one of their sons had passed away. I'm not sure what age, I'm not sure how, but one of the cartoon characters he has on like angel wings and a halo and stuff like that. And, um, that's another black family. And um, 
you know, he watches other things too. It's not just, you know, with black families or whatever, but I think that's good to have representation and show the kids that people of the same color, the same race, whatever, they're doing things too. And they're doing things for us and for themselves. And, you know, it's not just everybody else. So no shade to everybody else, but you know, it's good to show our kids like, like, Hey, we can do this too. You know? Um, so yeah, Jules TV, um, Gracie's Corner, um, what's his name? The first ones they didn't ever really, really liked, um, I forgot his name, but he does this Itsy Bitsy Spider remix and he's like in costumes and stuff and he has some other good stuff that Zayden likes. So this is what I do because Zayden's so young. If I put on something for a few minutes, whether it's one of those or it's um, Five Little Ducks or No More Monkeys Jumping in the Bed or Itsy Bitsy Spider, whatever the case, um, I'll let him watch like a few minutes of it so he can see it so he can, you know, get all like, oh, look at this and whatever, whatever. And then just say if I need a cook or do this or do that, I'll put something on, but I'll put a sheet or blanket over the screen so he can't see it, but he can still hear it, you know? So whether it's ABCs, whether it's numbers, whether it's a song, he can still enjoy it, but he's not staring at a screen, you know what I'm saying? So little things like that can help too if you need that moment to where you need your kid to be, you know, occupied while you're doing what you got to do. So think of little things like that as well, guys. Um, another thing, um, let's see. Oh, because, okay, so sometimes Zayden, I actually give him my phone for a second. And this little boy, like I said, just turned 15 months on the sakes. Zayden can. You would think he has the phone all day long, but he really doesn't. It, it, it's so crazy because... um. Zayden knows how to scroll through YouTube and I think most of this is from him watching me um he can scroll through YouTube he can click on what he wants he even knows how to press the skip button now you know and I think that's so funny because I used to clown my best friend because her little boy he's I think he's going on three I believe um three or four um and when he was about two or so, almost three, um, he'd be on YouTube sometimes and he could scroll, see what he likes, see what he don't like. He would get impatient and always want to push the skip. And if he if he um, seen something he didn't like, he's like, I don't want it. I don't like that. I don't like that. You know, and I used to like laugh and, and be like, oh, my gosh, he's a little man and this, that, and the other. And now Zayden is doing the same thing. So he's not, you know, saying he doesn't like it yet and nothing like that. But he's just like pushing, scrolling, this and that, this and that, this and that. And I'm like, uh-uh, boy, like, give me this phone. You're doing too much. You're doing too much. You know, like you grown or something. Or like you, you know, a big kid. Like, boy. So in one way, it's like, like, oh, my gosh, these kids know how to work these phones better than most adults or most older people or whatever. But then the other hand, it's like, uh-uh, you're not about to get hooked on this. You're not about to get, you know to where it's too stimulating or too much screen time or whatever. It's like, get my phone, boy. And a lot of the times, it's like, I don't even give him my phone. I'll be chilling, doing something myself. And if he's on my lap or if he's close by, he'll grab it. And then he'll start trying to scroll through what I'm doing. Or if I'm looking through pictures or something, he'll take his little finger and just be pushing away. And I'm like, this boy. Oh, that's another thing. Like, if I'm taking a picture with the boys and, you know, you got your arm out trying to take a selfie or whatever, 
if I have it close to me, Zayden knows how to push the button to take a picture, guys. Like, there's a couple of pictures in my phone where Zayden took them um, for us. And then another thing, but I did, I did teach him this when he was, like, a little bit younger. Maybe, like, um, 12 months, 13 months, maybe even sooner than that. Um, I'd be on the phone with people, and I have it on speaker. And when I'm ready to hang up, I'm like, press the button, Zay, press the button. And I showed him how to press it. And ever since then, if I'm on the phone, whether I'm on speaker or not, he wants to hang up on people and press the button. And I'm like, no, Zayden, like, you got to wait till I say so, you know. <laughs> but he hung up on people a few times. <laughs> oh, Zayden, yeah, you hung up on them. You hung up on those people, Zay. Say, mommy got to go. You hung up on those people, Zay. <laughs> yeah. You hung up on those people. And that's why um the first one I just recorded... When you guys heard me talking with Zayden and it cut off, he pressed the button. That was him. That was you, Zay. No, don't do it, Zay. Mommy's still recording. Nope. Nope. Mommy's still recording, Zay. Okay, guys. But, oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm about to clean him up. He got food all over his face. Or whatever. So, if I could think of some more things, since, like I said, this one wasn't prepared. I was just going off the top of my head or going off of what Zayden had going on. Um, I'm going to come back and do some more things. But, yeah, guys, hopefully this helps someone. Um, remember to share, you know. Tell your friends, tell your family, and come check out my podcast, please. Show your girl some support. Um, good luck to all the new moms, the moms having more kiddos, um, the moms about to have babies or whatever. And remember, um, no matter how many books we read, no matter how many, um, things we listen to or those around us trying to help or tell us, you can still do parenting in your way. Like it's still good to, you know, to kind of talk to somebody or listen to something like this with a mom who's been there to give you tips and things and, you know, take what's best for you, leave the rest, um, you know, but don't let anybody pressure you or don't let anybody tell you you're doing it wrong or anything. You know, you have your motherly instincts or your dad's, you know, you got your instincts too. And I'm pretty sure you guys are going to be great parents or already are. Just keep doing what you're doing. And remember to show your kids love, support, and all those things they need. And whether you're a single mom, single dad, whether you guys are a married couple, just show your kids that extra love and attention. Don't get too busy for the kids. I know, you know, we got to work to provide for them and those things but remember to be present you know find little times and little days where you set aside just to be like hey we're gonna have ice cream we're gonna have a family movie night we're gonna go to the park we're gonna you know have a game night we're gonna just chill like don't be so focused on all the grown-up things we got got going on that the kids don't understand that they feel like oh i never see this parent or even when they're here, they're too busy, or they're sleeping, or they're tired, or, you know, they're not paying attention to me. Kids need to feel that love. They need to feel heard. They need to feel like 
you know, we're proud of them. We're paying attention to them. We're interested in what they're interested in. You know, ask your kid about, you know, what are their goals? What do they got going on in school? You know, um, if they're too young for all that, you give them extra playtime, extra hugs and kisses, you know, make silly videos with them, you know, make memories, guys. Even if you don't post them on, you know, Facebook and Instagram and, and YouTube and things like that, do it for yourself. You're going to love to look back on those things. You're going to love to, you know, share those things when you're older and um, those kind of things. So yeah, guys, hope this helps someone. I love you guys. Thank you for listening. This has been Diving with Divine Diamond. Mwah. You got something to say, Zay? Oh, he just want to press the button. Okay, press the button, Zay. Say bye-bye. Press the button.